0: Today's video is brought to you by Candid Co. Hey, brother! Okay, so like, I think we can all agree that the way that ghosts work in Harry Potter is like a little unusual. Like, they can float through walls, but then they also, for some reason, seem to be able to like, displace water. And that's weird, because the water also seems to not like, slow them down at all. They can still just go straight through it, so why aren't we using ghosts to like, explore the deep seas of the ocean? Is it because they're like limited to the proximity in which they died or do wizards just not care about ocean life? But if they are locked to where they died, does that mean that like all of the Hogwarts ghosts died at Hogwarts? Seriously, why does everyone think this is such a safe place? Marine exploration and water displacement aside, here is my, my real question though. At one point in time, nearly headless Nick explains to Harry that he can't tell him what death is like or what Sirius is going through because as a ghost, he's never actually died. In fact, he tells him that Sirius won't come back, that he will have chosen to go on, and that is the much more like noble thing to do. And based on how the story ultimately builds up to the point where Harry becomes master of death and chooses to die, that theme seems to ring pretty true. On the other hand though, Harry's polar opposite, Voldemort himself's greatest fear is dying, he has gone to such great lengths to not die, and he's also considerably not noble. So the real question is, why didn't Voldemort come back as a ghost? Or maybe even more importantly, could he? Guys, before we get started, I wanna give a huge thank you to today's sponsor, Candid Co. Now, as a kid, I actually did not need braces, but not because my teeth were perfect, they were just not quite bad enough to merit actually fixing them. See if you catch me from the left side, it's just, it's not good. But guys, now you and me can fix that with clear aligners from Candid Co. Candid's aligners will fix your teeth faster than traditional braces with most results happening in just six months. When you get set up, a licensed orthodontist in your state will get you going with a 3D model of what your teeth will look like once they're repaired. The aligners are comfortable, removable, and best of all, completely invisible. Candid will ship the aligners straight to you so there's no hassle in going to the orthodontist and best of all they cost 65% less than traditional braces. If you want to get your photo ready smile by the upcoming holidays all you have to do is go to candidco.com scb and use promo code scb for $75 off your purchase. Again that is candidco.com slash scb promo code SEB will get you $75 off. Hope you guys check it out. Link is in the description down below. Guys, today we're going to be talking about some of the more confusing characters within the world of Harry Potter, and that is ghosts. It is those with unfinished business, whether in the form of fear, guilt, regrets, or overt attachment to the material world who refuse to move on to the next dimension. That is what Pottermore has to say on the subject and explains why anyone would ever want to come back as a ghost to begin with. And you can see, this is pretty much true for, at the very least, all of the Hogwarts house ghosts. The Bloody Baron, for example, has unfinished business to the tune of the guilt that he feels for killing Helena Ravenclaw. So he has chosen to just drag his chains around as a form of eternal punishment. The Great Lady's unfinished business is then, of course, making sure the Bloody Baron feels guilty about killing her, which does seem to be working. The Fat Friar was executed because he kept performing magic in association with his work for the church. And even though he was doing pretty nice things like curing pox or pulling rabbits out of the communion cup, they were not pleased. And as such, he decided to stick around as a ghost because he was so frustrated that he was never promoted to Cardinal. Not only do the ghosts typically like stick around because they have some kind of unfinished business in the material world, but they are also doomed, and I'm not kidding here, to never be able to get over it. According to Pottermore, no physical pleasure remains to them and their knowledge and outlook remains at the level it had attained during life. So that old resentments continue to rankle after several centuries. For example, Moaning Myrtle will literally never get over the fact that Olive Hornby made fun of her glasses. I was distraught despite the fact that Olive would be in her 60s by the time Harry met Myrtle. Ha! When Harry met Myrtle. Where's that rom-com? But Myrtle will be upset with her literally until the end of time. Nearly Headless Nick will never stop being ashamed of the fact that he wasn't beheaded properly. Which like, frankly, It's a weird thing to dwell on. Where they will be upset though, does not actually sound like it is limited to where they die. Like these guys all do hang out at Hogwarts, but they are all technically free to travel wherever they please. We do see Myrtle leave the castle to go explore the lake. And we know that Nick invites ghosts from all over the world to his death day party. And except for Myrtle and Professor Binns, none of them died in the castle. They all just sort of migrated there post-mortem. This is mostly because Hogwarts is a safe haven even for ghosts, because the living inhabitants there treat dead friends with tolerance and even affection, no matter how many times they have heard the same old reminiscences. Nearly had this. <laughs> how could you be nearly headless fun fact Hogwarts is actually the most haunted place in Europe even though like all of the students are super afraid of the shrieking shack for that exact same reason I dare you to go to the shrieking shack no way dude it's so haunted yeah you're right let's go back to the castle full of six ghosts and a poltergeist honestly I'm not really sure why wizards would be afraid of haunted stuff even at all like they're totally aware of the fact that ghosts are in fact a thing and they pretty much know what all of their powers are which is not a lot but not nothing like everyone seems to be so impressed with the fact that Voldemort can fly, which like, so what? So can all ghosts. But ghosts can also float through walls and splash water and turn fire blue and make the air around them cold, and also they can splash water, and I mentioned that one and it's very important. That's about it, that's their full range of powers. But okay, like with all of that ghost background in mind, let's go back to our original question of the day. Why wouldn't Voldemort return as a ghost? Seriously, if anyone has unfinished business on the material earth and is super afraid to die, it's Voldemort. His number one fear in life is the end of his life. No doubt, his boggart would just be his gravestone and his ridiculous would be the gravestone saying, ha, just kidding. (laughs) But seriously, like his ultimate plan is to like rule the world, but not just rule the world, he wants to make sure that he is always alive to be the person in charge. After his return in Goblet, he explains to his Death Eaters, I who have traveled further down the path of immortality than any other wizard. Bold statement for a guy who just spent the last 14 years this is like a big old bottle of mist. He even tells, nay, snarls at Dumbledore during their duel at the ministry, there is nothing worse than death. Nothing worse than death. And you know that he like truly means and believes that sentiment. Like the entire point of all of the Horcruxes was to accomplish this very goal. And That's a pretty solid plan that does work for a good while. Like, it keeps him alive when he should have died. But in the end, Harry and his friends are able to destroy all of the Horcruxes, win the Elder Wand, and defeat him. So why doesn't he stick around as a ghost? Maybe he couldn't literally kill Harry, but at the very least, he could come around and really, really, really bother him for the rest of his life. What you doing today, Harry? What you doing? Are you cooking? Looks like it smells bad. Of course, I wouldn't know I'm a ghost. So I don't have a nose. But also, he could still just like instruct others to do his exact plan and still take over. He could breed more basilisks and just speak Parseltongue to them and have them wreak havoc. Plus, based on the rules of being a ghost, he would have just as much intelligence as he had when he died. He would still have the same yearning to accomplish his unfinished mission. And I have a feeling Voldemort, because it's Voldemort, could do a bit more than just splashing about in water. There are still so many options left to him where he could continue to be evil and problematic to the world. And frankly, it just seems crazy to me that if you are allowed to make the decision to come back as a ghost, that he would just accept death and move right past that. And we even know that after he failed to kill Harry, that his existence was less than the meanest ghost by his own accord. Like being a ghost to him might even feel kind of substantial. He was so afraid of death that he chose to be less than a ghost than die and yet then still doesn't choose ghost when it is his only other option than to accept death? I'm sorry, but there is just no reason that I can think of that he wouldn't come back as a ghost. But I do think that there are reasons why he could not come back as a ghost and I actually think that he himself burned that bridge. Let's talk about horcruxes for a second. As I'm sure you guys are all aware, the exact purpose of a horcrux is to tether you and your life to this side of the veil. If you die, they prevent your soul from passing from one side to the other, basically anchoring you to the material world. You may only exist as a severely agitated mist, but technically you are alive. Voldemort, thinking to super-anchor himself, goes about creating seven horcruxes that Harry has to then go through and destroy each of individually. Hermione explains to us that the Horcrux relies on the enchanted container in order for it to exist. So if that container is destroyed, so is the soul. It cannot exist without it. So essentially that piece of soul dies. So it would make sense to me as each Horcrux is destroyed that the soul inside of it crosses over to the other side of the veil. And by the time Voldemort Prime actually dies, there will already be seven pieces of his soul that have already crossed over to that other side. So, why can't Voldemort choose to come back as a ghost and haunt Harry's cooking for the rest of his life? Are those raisins and those cookies? No. Harry! No! I love to think that he just got like bored actually haunting Harry and he just becomes like a super rude house guest after a while. The reason why Voldemort can't come back or choose to come back as a ghost is because he essentially has seven anti-Horcruxes existing on the opposite side of the veil. If these anchors stop his main body from crossing over into death, then it also makes sense to me that once they are on the other side of the line, they prevent him from clinging onto life and leaving behind a ghost. Which then I think also brings about like another interesting question. Does that mean that ghosts still have their souls. And I think that I would have to say that yes, they do. I mean, if Voldemort was nothing but soul vapor for 14 years and even describes himself as less than a ghost, I mean, that's still a piece of his soul that was existing, so it makes sense. If that counts as having a soul, certainly a ghost must still have one. In fact, I suppose it's possible that that's mostly what ghosts are, with just the vaguest imprint of who they used to be as a shape. You might think like, well, if a ghost still has its soul, that still sort of seems like it gives it a bit more life than we would normally attach to a ghost, but I actually don't think that's true either. For example, we know if a Dementor sucks out your soul, the body itself that's left behind doesn't die, it just exists without a soul, which, you know, doesn't feel super alive either. That would make them effectively a body without a soul, and a ghost that doesn't have a body is a soul without a body. You need both. In any case, that is why I believe Voldemort, who definitely would have, could not come back as a ghost. And guys, for my question of the day, I'm dying to hear what you think. Do you believe Voldemort would have come back as a ghost? Be sure to leave all of your thoughts in the towel section down below. But guys, as always, thanks for watching. Be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. If you'd like some more Voldemort action from us, you can check out this video right here to figure out who his grandmother might have been, or this video right here to figure out what his missing Horcrux was. But guys, that's all I've got for you today. I will see you on Tuesday.